Hello and welcome to the Small Business Reflections Podcast. My name is Brian Reeve, co-host, with my main man, Travis Van Dusen, here with me. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. Looking forward to doing a uh, doing a kind of a review of the, this past year, big takeaways for 2023, uh, getting into some good, some good discussions about things we've just kind of observed as as leaders, business leaders, and, and kind of recapping this past year. For sure. Lots of things have happened this year. Um, uh, probably way too many to stuff in this podcast, but we've kind of narrowed our focus down to, to five uh, big takeaways that we want to talk about. Um, and so, and these are things that, uh, as Travis said, we've observed uh, through clients, through meetings, through uh, webinars, through literature, through surveys, just all over the place, uh, kind of trends that we've noticed uh, that we just kind of want to wrap up the end of the year with. Uh, so why don't you kick us off, Travis, with uh, with your first trend? Yeah, absolutely. You know, being part of the kind of the leadership development arm of of, of the company and what we do is, is so really a lot of my responses are going to be more based in that area. But the first major uh, takeaway or observation that I got from 2023 is most leaders or business owners are struggling to either be more hands-on or more hands-off. And let me kind of explain that a little bit. Uh, you know, the, oftentimes there is a, there is either an absent leader or the leader is too overly involved and they're running themselves into the ground. So finding a good common middle of the ground, middle of the road um, goal is really hard for most leaders. You know, leaders are running at a hundred miles an hour. They're trying to accomplish a bunch of different goals, and they're one of the hardest things they'll ever have to do is learn to delegate. And oftentimes, you either you see two different things: either a, a leader delegates too much too quickly, or a leader refuses to delegate and they put everything onto their shoulders. And then you see burnout. You see a lot of challenges. And what leaders have to be able to do is find that balance in the middle of being able to know when your when your presence is needed. And know when your absence is is actually valued, and, and really, as I was thinking about this, I, I was reading the story of uh, of Martin Luther King a couple of, of years ago, and one of the interesting things about how uh, Martin Luther King as a leader is after he had led the civil rights movement for multiple years, he actually stopped showing up to a lot of events in different cities. And he allowed other people to step up and lead those events. And other civil rights movement leaders were able to rise up and lead because he knew there would become a day where he wasn't able to lead. And there was times where he knew his absence would actually make the, the rest of the room rise up and have to step up. And as leaders, we have those same circumstances. There are times when we, as leaders, need to um, step away and, and allow others on our team to lead. There's also times when we, we know that our presence is needed and, and our, our encouragement's needed, our, our abilities are needed. But being able to find that middle balance is extremely hard um, for good leaders because, you know, leaders have to do what, you know, John Maxwell coined the leadership dance. And I'll go through it really quick because we could do a whole podcast just on this, but... Uh, the leadership dance basically says, you know, you have to walk before your people because you have to have a vision. You, if you're, as you're leading a company you're, you're, or a small, comp, small business, 
you're, you have a vision for where you want to go. You have to walk with your people because you need to be listening and building relationships. And you have to walk behind your people because you, sometimes you have to push and encourage your people. And the reality is in one day you may walk in, you may be playing in one of all three of these different areas. And for most leaders, that ability to pivot, adjust, know where, where their, their value is, know when to, to dial back is, is a very hard thing to do. And I, and I think it's getting harder as, um, as time goes on for a lot of leaders. Yeah, I was, you're sitting here listening. I'm thinking, I kept thinking about my 10-year-old, right? Because you got to find the right balance as yeah. a parent. I can't be too close, but not too far away. You don't want him to learn lessons, but at the same time, I want to be helpful. You know, it's the same thing as a business owner. We're just trying to find that delicate balance or a dance, as Maxwell puts it. So, super interesting. I, I And burnout is certainly something that uh, I've been really uh, trying to understand, wrap my head around here lately, especially when it, when it comes to my big takeaway is attraction and retention. Mm. And so... You know, burnout is a real thing because if if you've lost maybe some key employees, you as the business owner now, especially if you're a small business owner, you've kind of stepped up in the gap, right? You're yeah. kind of now doing the job that maybe someone else was doing or you lost someone on your team and now the team is having to, to pick up all of those individual or those responsibilities and, and put it on those individual shoulders. So attraction and retention for 2023 has been... Uh, almost in every conversation that I've had with business owners. Uh, obviously, trying to attract uh, quality folks, um, folks that fit your culture, fit uh, fit what you're trying to do. Uh, that's a whole other podcast, by the way. So you, oh, yeah. you, sh- you should try to hire people who fit your culture, not so much uh, have the right uh, pedigree or letters behind their name. Yeah. Uh, and so, but uh, trying to find those folks to, to put into... Uh, what you're trying to do, attract that caliber of individual uh, has been really difficult. And so we've got a whole host of people who are willing to sit on the sidelines until exactly what they're looking for comes along. And that may not be uh, what your business is. And so you have to get really creative. And that's really kind of the the takeaway is these businesses have had to get uh, super creative, do more legwork, uh, they've had to probably understand maybe what they're looking for at a greater level of detail uh, to see if this person can fit in, right? So if I'm trying to track somebody and maybe I'm looking for someone who has uh, the A, B, C, D skills, but someone shows up and they have A and B skills, mm-hmm. now I've got to figure out a way to train them or teach them up so they can have A, B, C, D skills uh, to, to pop into that position. So it's, it's been interesting to see businesses shift uh, their mindset a little bit. Okay, we've got the traditional insurances in, the traditional benefits, but now we need to be laser focused on some of these other things that are more attractive to uh, the folks that we're trying to get into the business. And of course, retention, it's, uh, we know uh, we harp on it all the time about how it's, it's cheaper to keep mm-hmm. the employee uh, for sure. Now, obviously, if an employee is a huge problem, then you, you've got to move on. But for the most part, uh, a lot of these things can be worked out or worked through. And so retaining folks uh, is really important, especially when it takes about one and a half to two times the, the annual salary to replace them. And people don't understand how important retention is from a productivity 
uh, mindset. All right. So I bring Travis in and all of a sudden Travis is sitting in that seat and okay, maybe you can do 30% or 20% of what the person sitting in that seat before you did, but it's going to be some time before you're fully productive. Yeah. And so I'm having to pay money to train and recruit you, but then also wait for your productivity to catch up. So then now I can kind of be made whole and that could take a year uh, or two, depending on what type of skilled position you're trying to fill. So attraction and retention is a big deal. Uh, we've already had a podcast talking about specifically that. We're going to continue to talk about that because that's becoming more and more important uh, as we see uh, these years march on for business owners. So attraction and tr- uh, retention, that's, that's mine. Hmm. What else you got for it, Travis? I think another big takeaway is consistency compounds good and bad. And really, this one's been more for me personally, but I've experienced this this both in the business world and and personally. And I really think the the explanation here is that you know what you focus on the most expands, and when you're consistent with something, it will compound. You know, we've been talking about you were talking about retention. Uh, bringing that consistency to your team over time will compound and that what is that it creates trust it creates a positive work environment for your team so today you may not be able to you know give each of your employees a 20% raise but those things you could consistently do each day by showing up being present being available um, you know showing respect creating a culture of of you know of of a positive environment you know, we're going to probably be talking in the next couple of weeks about, you know, and building a culture. You know, I've worked with some companies and the reality is it's consistency of sticking to the cult, a way of doing things. It's consistency on uh, showing up the same way every day and leading with, it, with stability that oftentimes when it's done well over a period of time, ultimately it creates uh, it creates a very positive outcome, but we forget sometimes because when you know, if, if I was to ask you, Brian, uh, what would be one of the nicest things someone could say about you? I really doubt consistency. I could, oh man, he was consistent. Yeah, that's right. That's not probably high on your list of no. things that you'd be proud of, right? It's, <laughs> Unfortunately, it, it's no. not a sexy word, right? Yeah. It's not an exciting thing, right? We want to be, you know, we want to be hardworking. We want to be you know, a great achiever. We want to be, you know, very intelligent, but consistent. But consistency is what gets us from where we are now to where we want to go. And the more I realize that it's not about necessarily what I do over a period of a year. It's what I do, what I do today and what I do the next day and the day after that consistently over a period of time uh, gets you where you want to go. And as we're talking to our small business leaders here, you know, I just ask the question, where are you? What are you being consistent on every day? What are you building that little bit, little bit by little bit that's going to ultimately get you to that goal that you want to get to? Um, so second, that was my biggest takeaway. Second biggest takeaway is consistency compounds. Yeah, I hope you're not consistently being inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, we talk all the time. People say, well, they ask the question, well, what can I put in place that's going to attract or retain or – you know, what's the next big benefits? I'm like, man, it's the same benefits we've been putting in for years. Yeah. And so maybe you should try your hand at something that doesn't really cost. Maybe be a good manager, right? Yeah. Because you can put all the benefits you want in the, that you can stomach, 
But if you're not consistently uh, managing in a, in a good manner, people aren't going to stick around. Right. They're going to leave. Right. They're not leaving because your PPO health plan is weak. They're no. leaving because you're a terrible manager. And so, and these are things that don't cost you a dime to fix. And so, but good, good takeaway, being consistent. So, um, the other one that, uh, that I've got is, is a big one. It's probably on the minds of everybody is, is, uh, inflation or increasing cost, uh, to do business. That's something certainly that we have struggled with this year, um, as small businesses continue to, to march through 2023. Um, we see the supply chain starting to stabilize, uh, things aren't as a big issue anymore to get or to uh, to bring in. There are some things, but not all things like it was. Uh, it's more so, you know, when does the, the cost slow down? When, right. when does the bleeding kind of stop? Uh, so we've seen businesses across the board have had to raise prices. Uh, they've had to charge more for, them, for their services or the widgets or whatever they're doing uh, to recoup those costs. The services, the subscriptions, you know, we've got all kinds of different subscriptions, whether it's our kind of our, our, our management, uh, in, in-house management program that we use uh, for our prospects and our clients and our leads or our benefits management portal that we use. All of these things have consistently gotten more expensive uh, and across the board, all things have gotten more uh, expensive for small businesses as well. Uh, so that's certainly a a piece that businesses are having to adjust to. And I would say one of the things that we have tried to be consistent in saying to our <laughs> uh, clients is that, yeah, you, you should certainly think about raising prices where it makes sense, uh, but don't, don't cut anybody. Try to figure out a way to be more productive, mm. right? And so we both know that, you know, how, how production works, right? Not everybody in the office or uh, inside the business is productive. Uh, it, it's hard, hard to manage. Uh, but if you can squeeze out another 25, 30 minutes from a few folks on your staff, um, you'd be surprised how well that could shave cost or uh, increase revenue, right? And so just, just trying to encourage your staff to be more productive and not just standing over top with them saying, you should be more productive, right? The trend is, is that you have to do things to set them up for success. Maybe a, a program that you guys work with all the time uh, that you're consistently using, uh, you bring it back up for the topic of discussion, how to make it more efficient. How can you reduce waste and things of that nature? So uh, inflation has been a big deal for small businesses. I, I think small businesses feel it uh, the most, right? And so obviously the dollars they're spending is, is not going to compare to Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, but the reality is, is that uh, there's those dollars uh, all have a, a place that are spoken for in the small business. So, uh, it can certainly be challenging. The last one that we've got, uh, or the one that, that kind of goes along with this co cost, uh, increase or inflation is really the employee's cost, right? So it's something, and it's something important that you need to remember is that, uh, as you continue to reduce or make folks more productive or, or maybe even, remove some staff that perhaps you, you uh, just can't keep there, uh, that these folks also have the same cost, right? They're buying mm -hmm. milk. 
and eggs and gasoline and all these things as well. Uh, so one of the trends that we've actually saw is that a lot of the companies are hanging on to people uh, a lot longer, it seems, in 2023. Uh, it, it, before, it, people were kind of quick just to usher them out the door. Uh, but I think COVID uh, really thinned the business herd a little bit. Yeah. And so I dare say the businesses that have weathered that storm, it was a long storm, now are more on solid foundation as we move into 20 or as we move into 2024. So the cuts that people typically would make are not making those things. They're not making those same cuts as rapidly as they did before. Uh, so the trend is, is that employees are being uh, held on to a lot longer. Uh, businesses are trying to increase that productivity are trying to find creative solutions uh, to problems uh, and just kind of weather the storm. They know that it's not going to take forever. It's going to it's going to come back around. Things will stabilize a little bit uh, as we continue to see that trend move in a positive direction. Mm. So those are kind of our big three. They they weren't huge glamorous pieces. I don't know if we rocked your world or not, uh, but those are the things that we're seeing uh, in small businesses uh, as we wrap up 2023 here. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the all all five we shared today are just uh, the big takeaway from all five is the need for flexibility, open mindedness, uh, and just being willing to pivot as a leader and as a business owner. Um, you know, uh, people are looking at your every move, and I believe, as you said, Brian, those people who who, who weathered the storm and and didn't hit the panic button and, and, and lay off half their staff and, you know, was found ways to make things work through the hard times are ultimately being rewarded now. Cause I would venture to say most of them probably have staffs that are relatively intact mm -hmm. uh, where other companies who, who were very quick to, to pull the trigger on layoffs and, and making massive changes uh, are probably still struggling to get their feet back under them. Uh, I could know for a fact the aviation industry wished that they had done the handle things differently because uh, airlines had no idea things would come flooding back the way they did. Right. Uh, they were they were they they made a decision that uh, they'll probably be studying for the next twenty years to make sure they don't doesn't happen again. Um, so you know that is the main thing is just being willing their willingness to be able to to be open and, 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 and focused on kind of what's ahead of you and being willing to pivot. So yeah. we just want to challenge you guys as we move into 2024 to just uh, stick with us. We'll be, we'll be talking about all, all different subjects for small businesses, whether that's leadership, finances, and small, uh, we'll always be touching back on insurance on all different levels. But uh, we thank you guys for so much for joining us today on the podcast, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Be well.